Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. my friends. Welcome back. It is Memorial Day weekend coming up upon us. And this coming weekend is my 17th year wedding anniversary, which is just crazy. I am definitely not a newlywed anymore. And I know I must share that, um, you know, wedding weekend with so many other people. It's a very, very popular weekend. My husband and I don't actually have any set plans for how we want to celebrate, but I'm sure we're going to find something super fun. Um, maybe just the two of us or maybe all of us as a family. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm curious if you have any fun activities or things planned. Of course, Memorial Day tends to really be the start of summer activities, at least here in the United States. Of course, the weather has warmed up. The days are getting longer. We tend to be outside more, maybe spend more time with friends and family. And I just love it when the sun sets late. Um, of course, that also means that it's next to impossible to get my kids to bed at night at a decent hour. Maybe you're in the same boat. Um, but basically, you know, for a lot of us from Memorial Day through Labor Day, there is just one thing after another as far as, you know, gatherings, barbecues, vacations, um, you know, all sorts of travel, travel, maybe road trips. All of this can be super, super fun. But at the same time, it can leave a lot of us wondering, like, how on earth are we ever going to lose weight? A lot of us truly believe that the odds are going to be stacked against us and we don't even try. Um, if you compound that with the fact that there are more opportunities to wear less clothes, shorts, bathing suits, etc., we see our bodies more. We might be more likely to think about how much we want to be losing weight and wish we could make it happen. And yet we might feel a little frustrated with ourselves that it hasn't happened yet. We might feel a little bit defeated thinking that there's simply too much going on, too many activities, too many moving pieces with travel, etc., and just not enough brain space or time to really do anything to help move the needle for our weight loss progress. And so we just may not really think that it's even possible to try to lose weight. And so in this episode, I really want to give you some actionable tools for how you can handle three-day weekends. Believe it or not, how we handle a three-day weekend tends to be pretty similar for how we handle, you know, weekends in general or vacations in general or even nights out. So I'll be talking about three-day weekends, but I want you to see how you can apply this to, you know, whatever situation is coming up for you in your life. But really, with the most obvious thing being on the horizon, Memorial Day weekend. And so my question for you initially is, do you think there's any way that you can make progress towards your weight loss goal even over a three-day weekend? Or do you think it's just a lost cause? Is it not even worth talking about this? Is it a foregone conclusion that you're going to be gaining weight? Let's dive into things. Here are my top tips for three-day weekend success. All right. So number one, I want you to create a vision 
let's actually take a few minutes now that we have the opportunity and just carefully think about like, what are your expectations for Memorial Memorial Day weekend? Where are you going to be? Who are you going to be with? Are you going to be staying put or traveling? What are the things that you already know about this coming weekend? And I want you to really visualize the scenario, whatever it may be. And even if you're not entirely sure what all is going to happen, where you're going to go or with whom, then I want you to just think through one of the possible options. Okay. So just pick one and even hit pause if you have to. Now I want to ask you what would make it a great weekend? Now, you might be thinking, well, it would be really great if I could be with certain people or friends or family, or maybe on the flip side, it would be really great if I weren't with certain friends or family, etc. But I want you to think about just whatever the most likely scenario is for how you're actually going to be spending the weekend. Let's go with reality. And so what do you want from the weekend? What is it that you actually want? Do you want to connect with other people? Do you want to come out of the weekend having feeling rested or relaxed? Now, sometimes we are, or I shouldn't even say sometimes, very frequently, I know for myself, right, we go through the motions of life and we don't actually pause long enough to ask ourselves, like, what do I want from the next three days of my life? Is there something that you want to accomplish? Is there something that would leave you feeling really great if you worked towards, right? So this is even like outside of weight loss, okay? How do you want to feel at the end of the weekend? Now, of course, when it comes to weight loss, like you may want to feel a certain way physically. You want, you may perhaps, you may want to have enjoyed the food that you are going to eat you may want to wait until you're actually hungry before meals. You, w- you may want to eat to a point that you don't get physically stuffed, for example. These are just examples of things that you may aspire to for the weekend. And emotionally, you may feel like you want to be proud of yourself each day or even at the end of the weekend, feeling capable and competent of having made some good decisions for yourself. I'm not talking about perfection. If you followed me for any length of time, the process, you know, is going to be messy. It's okay. But it's really important to have set an intention for what do you want out of the weekend, right? So frequently, we may feel some amount of disappointment with ourselves, like maybe for how we ate or for what we did or didn't accomplish when we, you know, started the weekend. And yet we may not have even set an intention of like, hey, this is what I'd really like. Okay. All right. So number two, when it comes to your food, I would urge you to enjoy your meals. So many of us think that when we don't know where we're going or, you know, the events that are scheduled, like for instance, if we don't know what all is going to be happening or what restaurants we're going to go to or who exactly we're going to hang out with, then we automatically go to this place of, you know, F it. I can't really plan anything. Now I have a free pass to overeat whatever it is. And when I say enjoy your meals, I'm not saying to just say, F it, I'm going to just eat whatever, right? There's always things that are actually in your own control. And namely, it's when you eat and when you stop eating. And so to that end, 
I would encourage you to actually enjoy your meals. And notice when I say that, that there is a difference between saying, screw it, I'm just going to eat whatever. And the enjoyment that comes from that versus really being mindful and saying, wait, I do want to enjoy my meals. Therefore, I'm going to realize that there's really no rush. I don't have to rush through my meals. Take time to slow down and pay attention to each bite. Savor each bite. If you can't do that at least once or twice at meals over a three-day weekend, when can you, right? So frequently we eat past the point of being full and so frequently it is because we are rushing through our meals. We're not stopping to check in with ourselves. We, We kind of go unconscious, right? We rush instead of paying attention. And so I ask you, is there a particular food that you want to enjoy this weekend? Maybe there's multiple things. I'm going to actually go with an example of potato chips. And I was actually just discussing this with one of my weight loss students. Her name is Carly. And one thing that she told me in one of our sessions that she noticed was that, you know, she doesn't usually eat them, but when they're available and they're present, she'll eat some and maybe she'll have a hard time stopping. So here's a little trick that I recommended to her and I'm gonna recommend to you too. So you might think I would just flat out say, well, you shouldn't be eating any potato chips if you're trying to lose weight. And if that's where you think I'm going with this, that's absolutely not what I recommended to her. Instead, what I told her was go grab a bowl and serve yourself in a bowl instead of eating them out of the bag, okay? And then I asked her, Carly, how long does it usually take you to eat a bowl of potato chips? And she said, well, it usually takes me five minutes. So I said, okay, so then look at the clock and actually imagine doubling that time. So stretch out a bowl of potato chips for at least 10 minutes. And so you're gonna eat that bowl in double the amount of time that you normally take. That means you will slow yourself down. This is what it actually means to savor your food. Taste each bite. And you truly might be very surprised by how much less food you may actually need. So here's the amazing thing. Carly tried this trick and she popped me a note afterwards. And what she had to say about it was, Quote, after stretching a bowl of chips out for 10 minutes, I was definitely done with the chips. A cheeky expert move. Unquote. (laughs) I love it. Here's the thing is that you can truly do this too. It doesn't involve any crazy amount of willpower. All it requires is just you telling yourself, I can enjoy these chips and I don't have to rush. There isn't a rush. I bet I can eat them and enjoy them and not scarf them down. That's really all you have to tell yourself. Look, I have been there. I have definitely rushed through all kinds of foods mindlessly. And I thought, I actually thought that it was enjoyable. But in reality, what I realized was that it was more like a blur and I wasn't really enjoying it. And so I tell you, you can 100% do this too. This is not outside your grasp. And with that, I want to remind you, maybe you've heard this on a prior episode, that more food does not equal more enjoyment of it. So slow yourself down. All right. Number three, plan your alcohol. 
you can actually just decide whether you're going to be drinking over the weekend or not. That is a question that you can answer. You don't need to leave it up to chance. A lot of us really do leave it up to chance, but you don't have to. This is actually a really easy one. You can simply decide, do I want to drink this weekend or not? And is that where I want some of my enjoyment to come from? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and decide to have some. You can go as far as deciding how many drinks you will have. In fact, I really recommend that you do. The worst thing is leaving it completely to chance and then potentially overdoing it and not really being so happy about the choice that you made after the fact. It's really easy for us to think that alcohol, you know, needs to be or should be something that is spontaneous and something that we can just wing. But the reality of the situation is that alcohol consumption is going to have an impact on your ability to lose weight. And that doesn't mean that you need to cut it out entirely, but that you do need to be mindful of it. So what I would recommend just the same way that I talk about food and finding which foods or which things you want to enjoy, think about drinks and alcohol in the same way. What drinks do you enjoy most? What time of day do you mostly enjoy drinking them? And do you want to drink all weekend or only some of the days? Pick what's most enjoyable to you and then execute on it. If you don't really think about it in advance, you're much more likely to resort to whatever you've done in the past without necessarily devoting a whole lot of mindfulness to it. Now, if you normally find, for example, that you're more inclined to start eating after you've had a few drinks, even if you're not really all that hungry, that would be a really great place to devote some attention. There is no right or wrong here, but you'll most likely make choices that support your weight loss goal if you start to think about it a little bit in more detail in advance. Okay, point number four, expect some degree of FOMO. That's fear of missing out. Now, this can be a big one for a lot of us. We don't want to miss out on anything. I know I sure didn't. I didn't want to miss out on any eating or drinking or tasting whatever is available. And in truth, if we want to be careful with our portions, it's fine to try different things and enjoy ourselves. But where the FOMO can hurt us is when there are so many options that we would truly end up overly full, even if we tried only one small bite of everything. So in those situations, I mean, I want you to really imagine you're at a barbecue, okay? And there's just, I don't know, way too many options to realistically try all of them. Then I want you to look over all the options first. Pick what looks yummiest. It's okay to not try every single thing. If, if whatever you pick isn't that yummy, then just stop eating it and then go pick something else. So let's say, for example, you're at a barbecue and then say, for example, they have a dessert table and there's literally, no joke, 50 different kinds of desserts, okay? There's ice cream, there's cake, there's brownies, there's cookies, there's pie, there's popsicles. Like you get the idea. There's just so many that literally you could not try every single option. You might have the little voice in your head that's like, oh, I want to try it all. It looks all amazing. But you know that if you actually did try a little bit of all of the different things, you're going to feel sick. 
So you need to get picky. It's totally okay to get picky. You would look over the options and you'd pick what looks best, right? And so you don't need to try everything to enjoy yourself, right? It's okay to have little pangs of fear that you're not going to try every single thing. And that's actually okay. I promise this will not be the only and the last opportunity. I actually think I'm going to devote an entire episode to FOMO because I know this is a topic that comes up a lot. But for today's purposes, what I want to start introducing you to is just the idea of noticing when you might feel FOMO, you know, that little fear of missing out and just say, yeah, I recognize I'd love some more, but it's okay. I I would rather feel really great after this meal. And I want you to also think about like, when, when we think about FOMO, we're thinking about what we're missing out on, but what if by overeating, you're missing out on feeling amazing physically and emotionally after the meal or the event is over, right? Like, what are you missing out on by overeating? That's what I would love for you to start thinking about. And when you do start to think about it in those terms, I promise that FOMO, you know, you'll kind of reconstruct or renovate, I suppose. That's probably a cumbersome word, but you will change. How about that? You'll change your relationship with FOMO. It doesn't necessarily have to be a horrible thing. All right. Number five, focus on things besides food. Create an activity that you can truly enjoy that has nothing to do with food. Maybe it's by yourself. Maybe it's with your friends or loved ones or family. Do you enjoy board games or interactive games like charades? And if that's not something that would be fun, then, you know, what would be fun for you? Maybe going for a walk or listening to music, or maybe there's a local event or a concert. Do you like art? Do you like reading? Do you like watching movies? Maybe phoning a friend or a gardening project, a house project, spring cleaning. (laughs) I had to throw that one in there because, you know, maybe some of you think, Spring cleaning, spring cleaning doesn't sound so fun, but I happen to adore spring cleaning and find it really cathartic. Anyway, you get the idea, you know, just as a side note, you know, you might even be thinking, well, it would be great if I could do X, Y, and Z, if I just had tons of time, but instead I need to go to my in-laws or I need to go to so-and-so's graduation, or I have to do, you know, whatever. And I want you to just pause and remember that you aren't actually being forced to do things against your will. You're an adult and you get to decide. And if you're going to go, let's say to your in-laws and you know, you have to really think about it. Do you prefer to do it with an attitude of, oh brother, I have to go to my in-laws or how would it feel to go into it with the attitude of I'm choosing to go to my in-laws? Now, why is this relevant? I'll tell you why this is relevant, because one of those thoughts is much more likely to lead to overeating. The other one is much more likely to lead you to feel in control of the situation. And I'm definitely going to devote an entire episode to this, so please stay tuned. But the bottom line here is that even if you're going to be doing things that maybe you would rather not be doing, at least admit to yourself that you are agreeing to do them, right? Like think about it in terms of your office. Like if you have to fire a staff member or 
train a new staff member. Sure, you might rather not be doing it, but you are choosing to do it because you don't like the alternative, right? Like you would actually, like you're in agreement with getting it done, right? Also, back to the point, can you find something in your three-day weekend that you can look forward to in the weekend, right? So even if you don't think that you've got tons of time to be able to do something that you really look forward to, even if you barely have any time, right? I promise that you owe it to yourself to at least find one thing that you can look forward to. Something really simple, like it could really be as simple as spending two minutes a day putting lotion on your body after a shower or making sure you have your favorite lip balm packed in your weekend bag or refilling your water bottle so that you can stay hydrated. I promise that you can find one small thing that you can do for yourself that actually sounds nice and that has nothing to do with putting food in your mouth. And remember, if you're go, 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 doing things for other people all the time constantly and you're not actually ever taking any time for your own enjoyment, you're actually not doing anyone any favors. So go do something nice for yourself. It is not selfish. Okay, so my last point is exercise. I'm not talking about anything strenuous. I'm just talking about finding a way to move your body in a way that you can feel energized and also have something that's a diversion that doesn't have anything to do with food, okay? Now, I haven't talked a whole lot, I don't think at all, about exercise on this podcast, and I will be devoting an entire episode to exercise, but here's here's the bottom line. If you're currently exercising and you enjoy it, then that's fantastic. Try to carve out some time this weekend so that you can be active. If you aren't currently exercising and you would like to be, you know, is it, is it because you think that you don't have the time for it? Is it possible that with a three-day weekend coming up, there can be a chance that you can make it happen for yourself? And remember, it does not have to be this big, huge production. It can be something really simple, like just going for a 20-minute walk, maybe going with the family, if that would be you know, a doable option. But moving your body can be a great way to feel energized and to take care of yourself. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you enjoy this upcoming three-day weekend. Please do not feel like you have to implement all of these ideas all at once. Just pick whatever sounds the easiest to you and commit to putting it into practice this weekend. You totally, totally can do this. And one last thing before I go. If you've enjoyed this episode, would you be so kind to leave a review? It will take you about two seconds and it will greatly help other people just like you to find this podcast more easily. If you could please leave a review and share this podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. All right, my friends, have a fabulous weekend and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.